Welcome, welcome everyone. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this is my father and me. I was going to say, and I. <laughs> um, so tonight I'm here with my dad, Bishop Wesley Bell. Um, we'll be going through uh, the Thy Kingdom Come. Um, we're actually doing a part two. We kind of established we'd do that again, uh, go back over the foundation of the kingdom, but we want to go, you know, more in depth with the scriptures and um, just unpacking the the word of God, like more <laughs> and making sure that, you know, everyone uh, gets, gets this um, material. All right. Well, we're going to just go ahead and begin. Um with a, a prayer as always father god we thank you we worship you we magnify your name father we thank you for um getting us through a week it is friday father we thank you god for getting us to this point and um, allowing us to gather uh, collect our minds and our thoughts and focus solely on you giving us this moment to just be in your presence, enjoy your presence, open up your word. Father, as we are going through the details of the foundation of your kingdom, we ask that you be present. Let the words that proceed out of our mouths be acceptable and pleasing unto you, Father, in, the, in, your, in your ears so that you may hear um, things of, of your glory, Father. We just want to share with your people um, just who you are and and how to just embrace all of what it is that you're revealing to us each and every day as we, I guess, unpack this word. Uh, we just ask that, you know, the revelation just comes to us, Father. Give us what it is that you want us to share with your people. Touch the hearts and minds of those who are listening. Allow them to hear uh, an on-time word from you. We know and believe in what you are doing and the move that you are making. It it actually deals with each and every one of us. This is not anything that just Bishop and I are doing. This is what everyone needs foundationally to understand your kingdom, to understand the relationship that we have and continue to build that stronger and stronger so that we may see your will be done in and through our lives. So we praise you and we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Um, so. Amen. Foundation of the kingdom. We're just going to start off by reading. You ready? <laughs> the creation motif is the basis for the government of God. God creates time, space, material, and people. This is difficult to understand since we neither have eyewitnesses nor is there any parallel to describe God prior to creation. For example, we say God resides in heaven, yet in the beginning, he creates the very place of his residence, heaven and earth. So where was he in the beginning? He comes out of his whereverness or whateverness to create. He is the alpha, the beginning, and the omega, the ending. He has no beginning or ending in his essence but he does in terms of his involvement in a world organized in time and in space. On the basis of God as creator rests the entire concept of his unlimited dominion and rule. For the earth is the Lord's and all is fullness. Psalms 24.1 It is the basis of all revelation of God as ruler, organizer, and maintainer of all creation. That was that was a lot right there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack. And that's that's the reason I said let's slow it down. And the way God was dealing with me about it, that uh we we don't microwave this importance of what this is. Because the relationship that 
God has with himself is the relationship he has with his creation. See, we we don't see it like that because we don't think about it that way in the sense of because we are so connected to flesh a lot of times, we forget the very essence of what God is in scripture where it speaks of he is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes, he is. But because when he created out of the very essence and out of the very nature of spirit, he brought life or physical existence or things that you could touch, feel, smell, and use senses for. We forget what it seems or feels like or touch like or hear like or see like in the realm of spirit. You see that, Grace? How do we unpack the very essence of what we got to see is in a spiritual plane? But it is the very word of God because we're talking about the beginning. We talking about foundation, amen. In the beginning, as we were talking about early on in our podcast, when we were not live, but we were speaking in podcast, the language of he is the word and the word is him. And then the word was made flesh and dwell among us. Yeah. Jesus came and said, the kingdom of heaven is nigh thee. The kingdom of heaven is even in thy mouth. What comes out of our mouth as we understand it? Words. Every word as much as we don't want to admit it because we try to box up the word being because it's mishandled that is not the word of God. Mm. But the scripture speaks of it that we mishandle the word of God, right? We abuse the word of God. We misuse the word of God. Isn't that not what the scripture tells us? This is what he's talking about. The kingdom of heaven is with men, even mm -hmm. in thy mouth. I, I, I don't know if you could pull that scripture up where it comes from. I don't know if they even talking about it in here. But that's why I wanted to take our time, because the wealth of the wisdom and the, and, the, and the written on my heart that God has done down through the years, through my studies and through my understanding of walking with him, talking with him, he's helped me to understand how truly important he is in reference to his creation and how important his creation is important to him. The word goes out and it performs what it goes out to do. Whether you mishandle it or whether you use it properly, it still performs what you sent it to do because it's him, it's his word. That's why we, we say it wasn't God's word that, that created a lot of the calamity we, we got, but it was. But the problem was it was him trusting us with it what did it. It was not him personally doing it. It was his trust in us doing what we did that caused a lot of the calamity and the chaos and all the stuff we see. Because he gave us so much of himself, made us equal to him that we didn't even, come, we didn't even deserve. We didn't take it from him. He gave it. You can jump right in. Because I know it seems like you need to say something on this. Well, I didn't catch I didn't catch the the verse that you were reciting, so I, that's what I was really trying to see if I could find it um, oh. when you were talking about the. I said a couple of times. So. The kingdom of God 
is mm-hmm. nigh thee, even in thy mouth. Kingdom of God is with men. Just look up the kingdom of God is with men. And then you may uh, find it from there if that's what you're trying to do. But we can, we can we can always do that. The key is not about always like we believe what scripture is in, in is once you unpack the understanding of what I just gave you, then you realize whether you read the scripture or not, he already put it in you. The word. We miss out. Okay. Yeah. So you Luke 17, Luke 17, 21. Okay. And have you looked at it? You're reading it now. What does it say? 1721. How does it say it? Looking. Well, at least, uh, at least this is what I feel like you're saying. Um, King James, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Okay, I see it now. And you see who said it. That's what I was talking about. Jesus mm-hmm. himself said it. Yeah. Kingdom of God doesn't come by counting the days on the calendar, nor when someone says, look here or there it is. And why? Because God's kingdom is already among you. This is in Luke 17, 20, 21 and 21, where this is message. This is the message interpretation. And it started out in verse 20, it says, Jesus grilled by the Pharisees on when the kingdom of God would come. Answer, see, and he says, the days are coming. He says, and he went on to say to his disciples, verse 22, the days are coming when you are going to be desperately homesick for just a glimpse of one of the days of the Son of Man, and you won't see, won't see a thing. And they and they'll say to you, look over there or look here, down yeah. fall, don't fall for any of, of that nonsense. See, that's getting ready for his coming right and what he's talking about when he comes back that's getting ready for his coming but i'm talking about the kingdom of god is with men that's that's the best one we got that says the kingdom of god with men it's, it's that's, that's the one that came up first <laughs> You said it's also within your mouth or what is, what is, within what, what you're saying. So, I mean. Okay. I guess I'm reading from this other interpretation. So, and mm-hmm. I remember it from the King James and I'm reading it from a new version. Let me see if I look at the King James version and see more of what I'm talking about. It says, uh, and when the, and when he was verse uh, 20 and when he was, demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. He says, and he said unto the disciples, when ye shall desire to see, it's still in here. It's, It's still another one that talks about the kingdom of God is Nigh thee, even in thy mouth. Romans 10. And that, what does Romans 10 say? I know what it says. Uh, let me go, let me go through and, a decent version. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. Romans chapter 10, verse 8. Yeah. So there we go. That's why I see it as kingdom. And I see it as his word. You see what I'm saying? Because he and his kingdom are one. It's not separate from him. You know, because if the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein, and if he is, like we were reading in here where he talks about, he 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 was, for example, we say God resides in heaven, yet in the beginning he creates the very place of his residence, heaven, and earth. So where was he in the beginning? He were, he comes out of his whereverness and whateverness to create. And when he say he comes out from his 
whateverness and whateverness when we really see it for what it really is. If nothing truly exists but God in the first place, then he has nothing else to come from or to create from but himself. That's why in the beginning it talks about the word without the word there was nothing made without it. That means without it meaning not didn't come from it. So it all came from his word. So the kingdom of God also fits that category. There's nothing not made from his word. And that's what we were just discussing when I was telling you all about the, the word of God is, is in us and we, the word of God is in us. And when it comes out of us, it needs to come out of us right the way that God intends for us to use his words properly. Because out of the words that come out of our mouth, we manifest what we desire and what we want to have. And that means if we desire the kingdom of God, then we can speak kingdom language in such a fashion to where it begins to transform into that, our atmosphere. And everything that we send it out to will come back the same way we put it out. You see what I'm talking about? So this is how the kingdom of God is established. That's how it's foundation. I was uh, sharing with someone today how in the very beginning, darkness was upon the face of the deep, as he said. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, meaning the face of the waters as it got on into further into the, the, the conversation. After mm-hmm. he said, let there be light, then he started talking about he separated the, the things from each other and all that stuff. And, okay. and then he separated the waters from the land and all that, and he called earth land and the, and the seas, the water, and he called the heavens as the mist above the the waters, above right. the deep. Separated the waters from the waters. And he separated, in other words, he separated the heaven mm-hmm. and he separated the earth. I would say mm-hmm. let's go into scientific thinking, knowledge, and let's look at it as matter, solid, liquid, and gas. Everything has a, a, a form, either it's a solid, liquid, or gas. We think about it as a knowledge of understanding, but we have to admit that there is no such thing as an empty space, really. It's either solid, taken up by solids, liquids, or gas. You see it? That is the very essence of what is physical the appearance of the very essence of what the spirit behind it creates. And he says his spirit moved upon the face of the waters and then all this stuff happened. He said, let that be light. Am I right? Go back to verses uh, chapter one and chapter three and you'll read all that of Genesis. That's what he was talking about here. Yeah, Genesis. Mm And you'll read all that. We're going to read all that to, in this. But we're trying to give everybody a good basic foundation. So with me saying that, Grace, uh, what do you see that maybe they, that the listeners will be able to better understand what this foundation looks like? Well, I mean, it's all... Because all these words that. coming out of my mouth now, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just that important is what I'm trying to say. They are just the same important as what we are talking about. I got to bring it out right. That's how serious this foundation is. All right. What you were stating before about the comparison, we're talking about, you know, what God had established to begin and how he continues to do so even to this day. It's not different from the beginning. It is the same that is occurring to this day that happened in the beginning. So this is what you are 
describing as you were talking about the words that proceed and come forth from us because he's established the kingdom within his creation. Um, and so we have to understand that we are a part of that foundation and everything we say and do is, um, is vitally important on how the kingdom has been established, is established and what we must continue to do in, in the order of fulfilling what has been established already within us. Right, right. That makes sense. So yeah, even yeah. even talking about um, you know God not uh, in His own self, not having a place of residence until He created one. It was only Him, and and this is that's the foundation. The foundation is just understanding that simplicity. Like it's it is Him. It is only him that we are discussing. It's only him when we're acknowledging all the physicality of this world, everything that has been and will forever be until, yeah. right, until you know we cease to exist. It has always been him. It is always going to be. And so fixing our eyes and our mindset and our, and our wills to do is always the center of that one thought that he is everything. And from him, everything was made. Yeah, right. and he that's was, why he was time. everything to begin with, and then from everything he was made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, so in a lot of times that's where the atheists tend to struggle. That may be listening to this language. How can they understand how someone could philosophically philosophize or prophesy? or declare what that looks like. You see it? <laughs> that's, no, that's, what they, that's what they say, right? It, uh, what, no, you said no. Well, go ahead. It was, it was the terminology that you're using, but yes, I get what you're saying. But it is about that same mix of terminology. Yeah. yeah. I, I said all those different terms because you have to see it from all those angles of what people get confused at. And that's where I'm coming from. They miss it looking at it straight at it. Because in a sense, he's saying they don't even see it. Because he said that in the very beginning of this conversation. You know, it, it says, neither have I witnessed. But you do witness it as I witness. That's what we're doing when we start talking about it. You see? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. saying that's, we, are, that's, we are the eyewitness of his existence. It's not about not having one since, you know, he was there. It is, we are the essence we of being the witness. We were there with him because we come from yes, him. Because right. we came from him, right. And so, we're yet in him and he's yet in us. And I we think just we, have to stop wrestling with that idea. Yeah. And start yeah. submitting to that. Let that mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Stop wrestling with it. Don't be like Jacob that you have to be called the children of Israel because you're wrestling with God till he bless you. That's the ludicrous thing you can ever imagine. Now imagine Jacob, Jacob wrestling with God till he wrestled, till he blessed him. When did God not bless you? He give you himself, a part of himself. He give you all of himself to use at will which in essence makes a lot of things that we do lawful, but it doesn't edify. That's what Paul was talking about. All things are lawful, but not expedient. All things are okay in a sense, but it don't edify. If you ain't, if you ain't growing, if it ain't building you up to become who you supposed to be, yeah. One with God, one with the Father, one with the Son, and one with the Holy Spirit. You see what I'm showing you? Physically, in, in matter, we understand it from scientific terminology that solid, liquid, and gas. That's a triune. We look at the very essence of positive uh, protons, electrons, and neutrons. And it constantly evolves, growing, becoming bigger and better and better and bigger and bitter, bigger and better. That's him being himself. 
And he I put wanted, that in I wanted, I wanted to go back to um, the comment on, or the statement that you made about we ourselves being the eyewitness um, and how, you know, even what was said within the text of this, this dialogue and this book, um, it was, it was even him falling short of the revelation that he received of even being able to see God from the beginning. Like that's what we get when we come into this space that we are in right now and we're studying God's word and he, he, is in the presence and gives us this revelation of him, we are experiencing and being an eyewitness of who he was since the beginning. If we believe that God hasn't changed, then that's what we're doing. We're seeing the beginning and the end in all of it. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. is not, it's not short of, oh, where did it come from? We are the proof. We are the proof of God and his existence since the beginning. Every single time we we speak, and every single time, um, you know, we we do this even. And so I think um, going back to that same thought that I was saying before, that that's all it really is. the The first step of understanding the kingdom is just seeing God as a sinner, like just place His thought, take place this one thought that He is. He is all, and we're not yeah. talking about anything else other than him. Then you can move forward knowing that whatever it is that takes place, it takes the move of God. It takes the Holy Spirit. It takes you understanding and communicating between that to even do the work that needs to be done and within why, and through your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's why in the book of Proverbs it says, um, for they that seek God must first make and establish in his own thinking that he is that he is yes he, he is god yeah and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him so the concept and the comprehension and the understanding of god is to continuously seek him why do we think that process is there if he is the word and the word is him I said that I, I'm gonna, if you if you want to answer that, I'll let you die, stop. Sound like you've got to say something. There. No, I, I was just trying yeah. to get the question, but you said, um, why do why do you think it is that we must continue to seek him? Yeah, yeah. The what process that he said in motion is to seek him. You yeah. see it. In other words, because his word is what you come from and you were created from and you go out as his word and create and do and come back to him, not void. See, because you got to seek him to bring back to homage as you would any king for your journeys of what you've done as he sent you out to do his word. Yeah. Okay. And it's a constant cycle. Come back here, go back, go, come back here. Kingdom, that's why it's kingdom. Because it's a process. Well, it's it's back to the sowing. It's back to the sowing and reaping. And then you'll understand all the yes. all the mysteries yes. of the kingdom. Yes. Because that's once why, you that's see why it, Jesus said that. Yeah. Right. Once you see it in that in that light, then you understand that what God is doing. Like we are the seed he's been planting and we go and and bear fruit, multiply. And then he gets to reap that harvest of himself being put out. He, there we go. since if you understand that we are, um, you know, the, <laughs> I can't, I can't even say it. The extension of him and the creation of him, then you get that whatever it is that you do, you're bearing the fruit that he gets to partake of and, and be pleased and enjoy. So it's so his it fruit that he reason. is reaping. Yeah. So it stands the reason when Abel came and gave his best, he received it like he did. And when Cain came and gave him that raggly mess, he received it like regularly. <laughs> well, that's that's a little sarcastic. Yes, I'm a little I got sarcastic. It. But God, in His loving and His kind way, He yeah. still didn't treat Cain terrible it. as Cain thought He did. Yeah, 
Cain was just the one tripping, you see? So, I mean, God still was good. He still was God. He's a still a great king. He ain't. He didn't mean for him to go and kill Abel. That was his evilness that he had done stirred up in his own self because he didn't take what God gave him and use it well. You see it? People always want to blame what they done created, the mess they done created on God. Well, you're going to blame God because he gave you his best and you made a mess of it? Then you want to tell people, say, hey, yeah, you don't give me something and then try to tell me how to handle it or how to use it. That's what we say in our world. But when God do that, we act like he's supposed to not let us do that because he know how bad we can mess up. Wait a minute. If you let yourselves do that in your own thinking, you thought you originated that thought or did God? To let you go and use it. And if you abuse it, then he take it from you and give it to somebody that won't. And we want to know why it is that the world is doing all that. Why I keep coming out like that. He told you. He gave one five talent, two talent, and then another mm. one. Mm. And when he came back to check on him, or when you came back to show him what you got, you see it? It's kingdom. That's kingdom thinking. That's kingdom principle. And that's that's all we are doing. I actually uh, was in Ephesians um, last night. I read the book of Ephesians because it's a pretty short book. But um, the one verse that that stuck out was, you know, living worthy of your calling. Mm. Um, and that really touched on what you're saying, too. That's what we are doing when we are going out and in doing the work of the kingdom we're okay. living up up to our worth up to what god has established us to be and mm -hmm. and just being because we believe in who he is but also who he is mm. is who we are <laughs> so we believe mm -hmm. in that and we believe in the work that has been established for us so now we walk worthy of that. And when we do that, we get to bear the fruit of the kingdom and we get to bring that back so we all enjoy it. That's, every that's part it. of it, every part. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful when you, you know, get to see it all, you know, and then live it out as well. For me, yeah, so let's, for me, let's, it, let's, it's, let's the, take it's a, a journey that I... That I I you know had to come to learn and and see myself and understand how um, every part of my existence God had been wanting this and craving it for me you know <laughs> to where and this is where you get that to that point where He's going to continue to keep calling you because it's Him it's a part of Him no He doesn't want any piece of who He is. To go, yeah, that's to why waste. he keep calling. There you go. Yeah, it's why he keep calling you because that. you are him and he is you. He's you're yeah. a part of him and he's a part of you. And he's just that connected to what's going on. To where, like you said, he's not going to waste no part of it. No part of him. That's not, why not if he's not if he saw it as just it. like you when you got trouble with something going on in your body or something going on in your life. You're going to prune it out of your life. You're going to get it out till you get what you want out of your life. Every day we wake up working on what we got in our lives that we need to get out of it to make our lives fitting for what we desire and yeah. wish to be like or be to, or to have. But what God wants us to recognize is the best way to see that is to go to the original plan. His his that's why let the only one there is this mind let this mind be in you yeah. that's that's in philippians 2 see let this mind be in you which is also in christ see mm -hmm. let it not be fighting with it because it's already there just let it be there 
Stop wrestling with it. Let it be there. Let it take over. Because yeah. surely if Christ died on the cross for your sins and he rose from the dead and he said he you have now been bought with a price and you no longer your own. Do when did he give you yourself back to you? He took it. So that means he's there in you working to do for his glory. Now it's up to you to let that process go down or keep fighting with it until you utterly destroy your relationship and your, your vessel he's let you borrow because even your vessel is not yours. Huh? Don't you know that you are the body of Christ and in you he dwells? Mm-hmm. You are the temple of God. We hear it, we hear it, and it does not go in one ear, great, not the other. No, no, for me, it settles. No, for yeah. me, no, it, but I'm, I'm saying that's me, yeah. And, and your uncle John like to say, uh, 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 you forgot you've been born again, you know, yeah. It's that's when it settles, is when you let it. That's what we were just talking about. Let that mind, then mm-hmm. you're speaking, yeah. and like you were talking about, the word of faith that is in you, comes out of you. That's what you were talking about earlier when we were talking about trying to seek the the, the scriptures that talked about the kingdom is not be even in thy mouth and you use some terminology about the word of faith and whatnot. Uh, let's go to that Romans you was, we didn't even read that yet. Let's go to that. Romans chapter 10? Yeah. Verse 8? Read what you, yeah. Read that, what you were talking about. Yeah. That because go we done already discussed it, but we want to keep keep those who use scripture and it helps them. They need to see it. You see what I'm talking about? Uh, we use scripture. Except <laughs> for those who do. <laughs> well, you'll be surprised we t- who we who's listening to this. That's where okay. I'm coming from. You got people that come from all walks of life. No, I'm, I'm not afraid we, to speak. We, we oh, I use I use everything God put out here that's got him in it. And that means I don't miss nothing. Okay? So those who scared, look at everything and check out everything, they still struggling with how awesome God is. Because see, yea, though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I feel no evil, for he's with me. Mm. His rod and his staff comfort me. He prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy. My cup still run over. That's what goes on in a kingdom. You see it on TV or you see it in these plays. Kings and stuff sitting there having a big feast with with their family members. After a big victory or just in general. Coming together in the kingdom. Having a big feast. The whole kingdom will have a feast. People on the outside and people on the inside of the royal family. Romans. And you tell me, you tell me that that table ain't set before your enemies. That table is set before your enemies. But go ahead. No, I was just gonna read Romans 10. Yeah. 10 and 8. <sighs> but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. You want me to read on? Mm-hmm. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. All he's saying is you speaking kingdom language, you talking kingdom business, and you receiving kingdom mindset. So you have to be considered at that point, not just a a subject in the kingdom, but a citizen of the kingdom. And being a citizen of the kingdom, you're treated like a child 
in the kingdom, a child of God. Now, to become sons of God, you got to step up to full acclamation of following the Holy Spirit. That's right. Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Because man cannot live by just bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That means man cannot live by just scripture alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth. Every. Every word. That means scripture helps you prepare your ears to hear. To learn your mind how to, to think. Right. Hear and your what eyes to see. Always. You got it. So you will know when he speaks. Because he ain't stopped speaking just because there's no more books being published. Hello. About him. Hello. Uh, he, he's, still, he's still talking. And, we still got to go. And anything, <laughs> anything that we try to make one thing, Holy God, trying to tell you. You standing on holy ground. Yeah. Take your shoes off. Right. Stop walking on his holiness any old right. kind of way with your tongue. You don't believe when he's talking about your tongue? He's saying that because if you go back to the very beginning, he told, you heard Adam say what he was used to and accustomed in that time, he says, after he had sinned, what did he say? You heard him say, he says, that was the last time he got to where he could really witness hearing the voice of God walking, mm, in the garden. walking yeah. in the garden. Yeah, that's how get no more that's physical than that. Ooh, that that's can't, how you, they were. That you see, you can't get no more physical. The word being made flesh and dwelling among you than that. When you know what his footsteps sound like. <laughs> From his word. From his word. His yeah. voice. Because he ain't got no feet. It's, it's, it's the, yeah, the essence of him. That's, That's how close they were. Spiritual first. That's how close they were. He's a spirit. You got to keep your mind that he is a spirit foremost and above all things. He's a spirit. The rest of this stuff is inspired. We and that's from that's spirit. what we have to have the thoughts about ourselves that we are first and foremost spirit. That's where I'm coming from. And if we can't see that, then you ain't gonna you ain't gonna comprehend foundation, kingdom, foundation. You're missing it, right? Because you're gonna, gonna keep, keep trying to make it up this world. You're gonna keep basing it off of physical, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be disappointed, a. <laughs> Because and, those things weren't established. They weren't and, and, established and physical, physical first. And physical bodies die. And they die, yes. Literally. Mm -hmm. Spirits live ever, forever. Whether in hell or heaven. Uh-oh, did I say that? Or did God say that? Spiritually, you live forever. I don't care whether you yeah. do right or wrong. Just keep on don't do what God say and see where you're going to be spiritually the rest of the eternity. That's what you got to realize. It's already plain and obvious that everything constantly evolves that we comprehend and understand even on a physical plane. So why not spirit evolve? process and being used and reused to his glory. Mm. I know that might be a little strange to I hear. Think, I think I think that's where we're going next on the next episode actually. Uh cuz that's that's deep actually. That's deeper than what I mean, how you just said it. Yes, it is that but to go into it Man, you really have to open up your mind and understanding because let <laughs> right let let that, this mind be yes <laughs> you got to let your mind yes you got to get rid like of yours right yes. you got to get rid of yours and, and transform take your on. thinking hey yeah yeah for sure for sure you got to become the word I think you said it and dwell among you. I think I heard you say this though in a in a previous episode though, just about the concept of uh, 
you know, when we say God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and then exactly. we, you know, uh, getting our minds around what that even means. It doesn't mean that, you know, he's not growing and he's not learning either. Like, and that's something that, no, no. <laughs> that's how foolish you want to be. Stay yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. We we need to get. Yeah, we'll we'll need to know another hour to unpack that one. Actually, see, see, that's why people become atheists because they think that it's got to be the God that most people think about and talk about is some limited God. When they say it ain't never changed, huh? Mm -hmm. God still growing. You just can't comprehend the growth. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you think you can comprehend my growth, Grace, and you come after me? Mm. Could I comprehend my father's growth and I came after him? Or or only really, way I'm gonna get it is to listen to him. To listen to him, right. <laughs> or or we actually could understand it, but to do so, we would have to allow that self-same spirit to grow within us and allow ourselves to evolve in the way that he is instead of acting like we're establishing our own, you know? <laughs> That's what he said. Except you stop trying to establish your own righteousness yeah. and take on the righteousness of God. That's why he says in the scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the other stuff you need to be added. Yeah, but uh, but it's really it's more of because to us, and I'm gonna use this word, but I don't even think it's a choice word of mine. It, it it's a little bit more subtle in the way that he evolves. But that's only because you know a year to him is a thousand and a thousand. So we don't have that same time frame. He is the time that it takes to do that, even with us individually. He has established that time. So we we can't comprehend the evolution of him. Because now is what he is. <laughs> because we would now. have to understand the process of his time, too. Right. And how that takes place. So that's why I use the word, it, it takes place in a subtleness that we can't even see. Well, he, he gives you he gives you Unless you take on the eyes of him. Yeah. There you go. He gives you the information that the eyes of him is mm -hmm. walked by faith, not by sight. Not That's his eyes. Yeah. Without faith, it's impossible what to please him. Word is nigh thee, even in our mouth, the word of faith. Duh. Mm -hmm. You speak in a word of faith and don't even know you speak it. You borrowing it and mishandling it. <clears throat> But you stand in the measure in which you've been given by the grace of God, remember? You have a measure of faith by the grace that you've been given. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good stuff. I just, uh, I know the next part is going to take us into so much more. And we only did this first paragraph, y'all. That's uh, what I was just going to say. Know. You see my point. And why, I'm just thinking like, it, like we can run in some kind of race. Yeah. And like, like, and people miss it in the first place. Where was what we rushing to? We, I mean, we rushing to the same place. That's what we rushing to. So exactly. might as well just take it slow. Might as well take it the and way give God intended. To get yeah. into it, if y'all. If you if you think you even ready for just what we're talking about now to even participate, yeah. show me, show me. Get on, get online, talk, say something, tell me what's up. Which way? What what does it spark in you? What inf, what does this information that has been put down here stirs up in you? Because it's in you what I'm saying. Because he put it there before I ever knew you. See, one planet, the other water. God gives the increase. Hmm. Say that. So I'm waiting on the increase. Cause I'm gonna do my planting. I'm gonna do my watering. Some of y'all I'm watering. Some of y'all I'm planting into but i'm waiting on the increase because i gotta reap my harvest from this so that i can present it to the father as the harvest that he created and reaping from i gotta do what he taught me praise god 
Praise God, because there'll be no excuse. That's right. Well, at all. We, we were talking about. We can, we can make that, it up all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking about that when we was talking about the, the uh, first chapter of what we went into with Luke. When the kingdom coming. Mm-hmm. You see, and Jesus was telling them that they can't see it the way they're looking at it. That's what he was really telling them. And it ain't going to come the way you think it's going to come. It's going to come the way God set it up to come. That means it's already here because now faith is. Now God is. Now mm. it's already began. Mm. Now, do you see it? We see all this stuff that we create in our thinking and all these stories and stuff about the parallel universes and parallel uh different ways of life going on at the same time in the same space. It's a thought, but what makes you think that thought ain't just as real as God to comprehend that he is letting you live what you think ain't already there yet. This utopia that he says that's going to be what he created and what you read out of scripture. These were witnesses in the scriptures the ones who write in these scriptures, the ones who put that in there, telling you this from where? From what they've learned by walking in the cool of the day with his voice. It's the Father. That's it. How do I know that to be so? Because the scripture says it. All scripture was written by the inspiration of God. How did it get inspired by God if he wasn't present when he gave it to him. No. That was the thing I asked for, Grace, when I was young, long before I ever knew about y'all even existing. That was what I asked for. I asked God to give me the same way of him that he gave to the men of old who wrote scripture. I want to know him like they knew him. Yeah. Yeah. Enough to write down write down information that people ain't even heard yet because only he could tell them. Only he could, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've definitely said that prayer. <laughs> and, and and the amazing I mean, thing is, hello, somebody. Mm, that's beautiful. He did it. You got to be careful what you ask for. That's what I'm trying to tell you, y'all. <laughs> he did it for me. I'm blown away with it right now today. <laughs> <I'm> Gina. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I see we have somebody that says something about that. Uh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, but it's because people yeah. don't people don't want to talk like that. Um, because it, it, it would, they're afraid to make God seem weak or something. It, well, it, uh-uh. Makes them seem uh-uh. it ain't, it ain't weak, it ain't weak what they're afraid of. Like, real, um, he's not right. There you go, real, because that's just real. <laughs> God, God, he the one created this uh, idea the way created, we think, right? He created us. <laughs> You got to think about this. In his like, image, in his yeah. likeness, and we still don't get it. In his image and likeness. Look and, in the mirror. See what you see. We want him to be so <laughs> far off from a truth <laughs> that is that is like, I think we make him more mysterious than he is. Let me say it that way. And he ain't did nothing to, to that, but he did it to ourselves. <laughs> right. He ain't because put we, we lost the art of communication with him. Ooh, prayer. Oh, thank you. Because that's really all it is. Is in vain. Huh? But when we're talking about prayer, even then, some people think it's one sided thing. Oh, I'm just oh. coming for the father and asking for. No, you got to expect him to talk back because this is, this is. Do you ever listen to daddy? Do you listen? Because, <laughs> right, <laughs> we just think we're just casting all of our cares upon the Lord and walking off. 
No, it's your communication with him. This is how you talk with him. And how, how does any relationship go? You're in, spec, you're in an expectant state of wanting to hear a resolution from that other person. So why are we selling guys short of that same capability? He, he at least got to gotta like have the minimum of us, right? He at hey, least hey, got to hey. have the minimum of what we are capable of. Hey, that's the only thing. But you don't want to give him that realness. That, you don't want to give him right. that Right, don't go with minimum. Let's go with the, <laughs> the fullness of the of, of who we are. Let's, right, let's the fullness stop. of who we are. That's, that's our sorry. problem. We keep giving sorry. him we sell it the minimum. Too, right? Yeah. We keep giving him the minimum. We, there you we go. We need to stop doing that. That's you're right. You're right. My bad. Because that's selling ourselves short too of the glory that he's. <laughs> but created. you have to see that one though, Grace. You know that it's you you doing to yourself, right? Because right. he gave you that much power to do it to yourself as well as to do it to him. Hmm. So he's telling you, you need to stop this madness. In other words, here he goes. He is teaching you. I'm responsible for me and me alone, and I know how to behave as me. It's just that my responsibility is to deal with all creation. Guess what? You can't opt out of it either because you connect it. Everything you do, everything you say, everything you're about affects everything around you. And if it affects what's around you, it's going to affect what's in you. We don't put him as the position of an actual father. We must understand that we can <laughs> we can go to him and talk to him in any time about anything because he's there for us always. Amen. A amen. 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 Gina. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's what we're talking about. That's it. It's real simple. It ain't rocket science. I like to tell, okay, tell people that all the time. It's not rocket science. <laughs> not rocket surgery. It's real simple. It's simple. <laughs> He loves you that much. Right. <laughs> if you have children, that's when you start learning how it is, how he behaves. You become a parent, oh, yeah. then you understand how to be a parent, then you understand God. Oh, yeah. That's why the greatest institution there is is marriage. Yes. yes. We take it down. We have made that so pathetic. It's, it's a shame. And forgive it's one us. of the greatest institutions forgive there us. is. Forgive us. Yeah, help, yeah. help us, Holy Ghost. Amen. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because that is, that is, um, yeah, that, that's the. Jesus is the, the bridegroom the, and the yeah, church is us church. and he, we, yeah. his wife. That's it. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. That's the symbol of the, even just the, the full concept of kingdom living, like Duh. marriage. It's, it's real. Yeah. <sighs> well, all right, people, because we have extended our time this evening, and literally, we only read a paragraph, so I don't know what <laughs> next week is going to bring, I'm telling you. Um, if all hearts and minds are clear, everybody focus on Jesus, <laughs> focus on God, Every fo yeah, everybody no. focus on foundation. Come on. Yeah, that's what we yeah. want to, that's what we want to convey. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said setting up, setting up a strong foundation, a sturdy one that you can build on so that you don't waver in this this walk and this life that we call, you know, our own. <laughs> he wants us to claim it as our own, but he also wants us to understand where it comes from. He wants us to have pride in this walk and establish us and have our own identity and be us. But he wants us to know it and the fullness of it. And we can't do that without the source. We can't do it without him. So, I mean, that's it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm constantly thought, thinking about, before we go, you know, just one little thing. One, one Ecclesiastes. Oh, man. Where he said, to everything there is a season. season. That's it. That's what we struggle with. Understanding the season for every word that we speak. Yeah. What makes it the season for that word? Mm. I'm leave us on that note. Let's let's definitely leave on that one because uh, yeah, yep. 
let's actually start on that one next week. Let's start from there. That'll Whatever be good. he said, that's what's so beautiful. That'll be good. Whatever That'll he good. says, amen. That would be good. All right, we praise God for you all joining us this evening and um, be blessed. Stay blessed. Be blessed. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Peace.